All right, Flyover family, it's one of our favorite times oh, of I'm so excited. the week where we get a chance to actually look at the news cycle, see what's going on, and then kind of pull the curtain back a little bit through the eyes of the official news producer, somebody that actually knows what they're doing, yep. that submits FOIA requests and actually, you know, speaks truth to power, like for she real. She does her job. Hold, hers are is her job, which yep. is such a refreshing thing mm-hmm. uh, uh, in this space. She's former Fox News uh, producer, Newsmax, Major League Baseball, the current executive producer of The Absolute Truth with Emerald Robinson, and the host of the Brianna Morello Show, Miss Brianna Morello. Yay! That is quite the list, quite the list of It keeps getting longer. It's tiring. It's tiring. <laughs> And your show is crushing it. Matter of fact, we had uh, Katie Hopkins in. She's in the stage right now, and she came in for a uh, in-person uh, studio interview this week. And, I'm so uh, excited! Had about a blast. That. We laughed a ton, learned a lot. It'd be a like a three-hour interview. We're going to release uh, later on, but um, she, and some of it is in tonight's show. Some of a piece in tonight's show, but yep. she um uh she had seen your episode with Tommy Robinson, you know, a fellow, uh, you know, uh, rebel rouser from the UK. And she had loved, uh, the work that you did. She knows Tommy well, and she loves what you're doing, uh, with your show and the way that you're putting this out and, and getting, getting the truth out there and got a lot of neat things out of that conversation with Tommy Robinson. So, so that the- is a big deal, Brianna. She saw that and loved it. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for mentioning it to her. And I am honored because she is the queen of the burn. Uh, but she's so classy about it, too. I can only hope to one day aspire to such classy greatness uh, as as Katie Hopkins is. She's incredible. I'm telling you, I, I love when she slayed that man on that podcast, the uh, <laughs> PBD podcast. Oh my gosh, I was loving every second of it. My flower pot, come walk with me, my flower. It's my new thing. That, that should Beta be stitched, stitched on a pillow or put on bumper stickers. Uh, she needs to get on that, yeah. yeah. I think so, no doubt about it. Well, let's jump into your Twitter feed because I'm anxious to, to see. The, the challenge, though, is narrowing this down to a few that we can cover oh, yeah. in the show. For those of you watching at home, you can go to uh, briannamorello.com. It'll lead you to mm-hmm. her her Twitter feed. As, as they say in the old school, the kids now call it X. Uh, but we walked through these. It's tough narrowing it down uh, because you got so many great things. Hundred forty some thousand followers. I think she, did she hit one hundred fifty thousand? I did. Uh, she hit. Uh, you a hit one hundred and fifty thousand. Hey, no, no insults in, intended here at all. But, no, uh, that is huge. We want your insights on some stuff because you know the, the great thing f- for you is the world's doing something crazy every day. So there's always something uh, to talk about. Yeah, let's environment. talk more about your show, the Brianna Marilla Show. You can find it on Rumble. But um, you have this. We caught the federal government adding innocent Americans to a terror watch list. I confronted TSA over the unlawful. Quiet Skies Terror Watch List. So join me to discuss it, which that is one of your shows. You can find that um, on her Rumble channel, The Brianna Murillo Show. Let's talk a little bit about that. That is pretty scary. Yeah, it's it's horrifying because so many Americans, even ones who weren't there on January 6th, are on that list and they don't even know it. So um, I have a group of whistleblowers who gave me some advice and pretty much told me if we were going to look to detect to see whether or not uh, Americans are on a watch list to go to your boarding pass. First off, you can't, you can't get an electronic one, a digital one. You'd actually actually, you have to print it up at the, um, airport. And so they told me after they've printed it out for you, you'll see in the bottom corner, it says S S S. So there's four S's. That means you are on this terror watch list and you wow. go through extra screening. You're going to be followed by us marshals. 
They are going to go on the plane with you. They're going to, they're going to follow you. They probably followed you from your home to the airport and, um, they are going to go through extra screening as well. Uh, there's usually about three U.S. Marshals, they say, who will follow you around the airport and board with you. Um, and it's quite embarrassing because most Americans don't even know they're on it, but some do. Um, and so one individual was who I speak to often, he's a J6 or nonviolent, did his time for just trespassing that day. Uh, he had a feeling he was on the list. And so I gave him all the warning signs and told him to record and, and we caught them red handed. I reached out to TSA. TSA initially told me they were going to give me a response. But they didn't. They refused to do so at the end of it. Because listen, it's incriminating. They're surveilling Americans. It's illegal. It's not supposed to be happening. And uh, Uncovered DC actually, ironically, was actually working on the same story as me, but with different people. It was another J6er. His fiance is on the list. They booked their tickets separately. And guess what? Their eight-week-old baby, also on the list, had the four S's on her boarding pass as well. And they booked those those flights separately so they weren't attached. So just based on association, his loved one is on that list. And now his child is on that list, too. And their child wasn't even born on January 6th. So it just goes to show <laughs> the United States government's out of control. Um, thankfully, though, we got some good people out there. Congressman Mackage shared the story. And he also uh, was just kind enough to kind of spread the word and thank us for our work here at Flyover for kind of going through this and, and, and looking it all over and going through it and vetting it. So um, kudos to him. He's one of the few who do respond. And I appreciate that greatly. You know, on a lighter note, I mean, what a gangster thing to be able to say when you're like in college and somebody's messing with you. You're like, listen, I've been on terror watch list since I was eight weeks old. <laughs> like, like they, they, don't mess with me. I'm not to be trifled with. Uh, that uh, is just crazy. We probably are, guys. Uh, I, I haven't gone to the airport in quite some time. You guys do, so you would know. But for just doing that story alone, I probably got on a list. That's crazy. It's, it's an interesting yeah. uh, space that we're in. All right, move on to the next one. Jenna Ellis is a fraud. What's up with that? Ooh, she is a fraud. Uh, let's see. Where do we start? So for a while, I was very skeptical of Jenna Ellis, but I couldn't come out and say it. I worked for another news network. And while I was working, I would sit in the control room. And while this was all going down with her uh, pretending to be Donald Trump's attorney and challenging the elections and working with Rudy Giuliani, I knew she was absolutely useless. Uh, but she was taking a lot of credit for it. And so I kind of figured she was a grifter. So what would happen was we'd see her shop before she'd go up. She'd focus on getting her hair professionally done, her makeup professionally done. And if you've ever spoken to an attorney and they're fighting a, a rigorous case, just one at least, um, and they're preparing for court the next day, uh, they don't have time to get their hair and makeup professionally done. They're, their head's in the books. Uh, so I knew that she was a fraud from quite the very beginning. And so now um, – and she would love posting about it, right? You see those tweets right there. She told the president never to concede. There were, In 2020. Um, like these were back to like December 28, 2020 is when she was saying this. Yeah. Yeah. And when she spoke to Fulton County, she pretty much told them that – she, you know, was crying and was pretty much making – this is how it appeared to me. This is my opinion. She made it seem like she was pleading for a plea. Uh, she was trying to make a case for a plea deal. And she's an attorney. There's there's client privilege that's involved in all of this, and she probably should have kept her mouth shut. But she pretended like uh, President Trump wasn't going to leave the White House, and she made up this scenario. She allegedly made up this scenario – um, according to, to folks saying that he was not going to leave the White House. Uh, Bernie Carrick, who was also a part of the team, commented on my post and, and reminded the world that he was there every day, spoke with her often. She never mentioned the situation that she mentioned in the Fulton County ta- tapes. So it's clear that she's lying, but she's a grifter. She raised over $200,000 for her legal fees, told Americans she was going to fight, and she obviously mm. gave in quicker than anyone. Um, so... I would say this. I would say to any American out there right now who gave money to Jenna Ellis to fight her legal fees, reach out to Give, Send, Go 
and ask for your money back. Tell them you believe you were defrauded and see if they'll give you a refund. If enough people reach out, they'll have to do so. And then take that money and apply to somebody else as a fighter. We've got a couple of them. Jeff Clark is one of my favorites who's also yeah. being prosecuted by Fulton County. And at other cases, Rudy Giuliani, um, Harrison Floyd. There's so many others you could donate those money that your money to. That's that's good. You know, it, it's interesting because she's still kind of moving along with that, but she wouldn't have a whole lot of relevance if it was wasn't for just that connection to President yeah. Trump. You know, she's still kind of coasting on that. All right. Next one. I reached out the DOJ's Civil Rights Department. This is so sad, by the way. I asked them if deal. they had any plans to launch a hate crimes investigation into the horrific murder of 17-year-old Jonathan Lewis. The DOJ just replied to me, thanks for reaching out to the Justice Department. We are declining comment. If only the racial roles were reversed, I'm sure they w- would have provided comment. Right. We got some we got some images and pictures and things here, but but uh, catch people up on this case and what happened in, in, in Vegas. Yeah, so so far there's been eight arrests made. A group of boys ages 13 to 17, that's the range, uh, beat up this kid, Jonathan Lewis. Jonathan Lewis was having a one-on-one fight with this one gentleman. It was believed it was over stolen headphones and potentially a stolen vape pen. Um, and that's when they all jumped him because Jonathan was winning the, the, the fight. They all jumped him. They beat him up. They beat him to death. Sally, there's a kid who's trying to help Jonathan out, and they start punching him in the back of the head, the only one with some guts to help this poor kid out. They beat him, and for over a week, they weren't charged. And so uh, if you're familiar with how our Department of Justice operates nowadays and how the White House operates nowadays, you know that everything is focused on race. And the only time they don't talk about race is when the victims are white. And in this country, we do have a problem with young black men. Uh, committing violent acts and nobody wants to talk about it. Our Department of Justice wants to ignore it and pretend like it doesn't happen unless it's politically convenient and, they, and the black man is the victim or man or men is the victim and the suspect is white. And that's the only time they want to address race. They don't want to talk about the violence within the black community either. Um, it's heartbreaking. We had Lieutenant um, Sutton on. He is a veteran of the police force there in Vegas and he pretty much told us it's a, it's a gang-ridden area. Um, and these things happen quite often. And um, th- he has confidence in the DA down there and says that he's going to prosecute them uh, possibly as adults. So we'll have to see. But it's just a sad it's a sad mm-hmm. day for the family. They lost their 17 year old child and he, he passed so away in the most gruesome way. Yeah, so very sad. sad. It, it, so well, it, it, it's sad because, you know, uh, you know, Lady Justice is supposed to have a blindfold on. And yeah. uh, I don't think anybody feels uh, on, on any aspect if 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 you if you there there. there the way justice is disseminated in this country is is throwing gas on a racial fire that that didn't even exist a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, if yeah. people have problems individually, but now it's promoted in a way that you know, if you steal, if you beat somebody up, if you do things, you're going to be charged differently based on the color of your skin, not even the act that took place. And mm-hmm. that is what you know is a shame. And again, a series of dominoes, where does that put us five years from now? Mm-hmm. You know, where yeah. does that put us 10 years from now, the trajectory of this? When you look at a country like South Africa and you look at farmers being killed in their homes, you know, you look at these things, it's like there's that we've been through this as a as a people before, and it doesn't yeah. play out well when you mm-hmm. misguide justice just to uh 
create balance. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Let's let's move to San Francisco because this good is news. interesting. Yeah, good we got, news. We got some good news. It turns out San Francisco was capable of cleaning the human feces off the streets this entire time. This is such a heartwarming story. It just story. needed a little motivation and will to impress the communist role model, which is interesting because I don't know. I'm sure you did. Did you see that the line that the streets were lined up with flags from China, Chinese flags? Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's, yeah. it's beautiful what they did. They brought, they, they brought in Chip and Joanna Gaines, and <laughs> and uh, they did a they did a, a flip flip this town on San Fan. There it is. It's beautiful. I mean, I cannot believe. And then that. they decorated it in communist uh, propaganda, uh, where they're doing organ harvesting and uh, all kinds of labor violations. So it's beautiful though to see what they did with the town. Yeah, yeah, and there's like one American flag there out of all of those CCP flags. Um, it's pretty disgraceful that our country allows a communist on our soil and we welcome them with open arms. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't understand why we do this. Uh, to me, uh, Xi Jinping should not be allowed in our country. But you saw um, Janet Yellen and all of these Democrats, uh, members of Joe Biden's cabinet, literally bowing to this communist. And yeah. it just goes to show China owns us. Uh, they own our government. They own this country. Billionaires, big tech, all of these people were literally bowing down. They, they stood up and they gave them a round of applause. So it's disgraceful, but not surprising. Um, what do you see with this? Because um, there was even a uh, – they have brought in Xi and he, and he addressed a group of 300 of the top executives in America, uh, you know, CEOs of, of, of Fortune 500 companies. They could not stand and applaud with more enthusiasm, mm. you know. And I, and I, I think it just, it represents this disparity between this the, what, the the self proclaimed elites and the ruling class and what they project as problems. They tell you you're wrong and you need an electric car and you need whatever it is we're going to sell you and you need this shot and you need the mat. You like they know what everybody needs and uh, project that on everybody. But the things that they celebrate and embrace, they have no predetermined moral compass other than just what mm-hmm. is advantageous to them. And it, 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 here's a picture of, of that. It's, it's, it's fascinating. What do, you, what do you make of that in the future of, of America when this is being celebrated here in our, in our, our own turf? Yeah. It's not surprising, honestly. Um, I think these people know that they're part of the protected class when, you know, China owns us because eventually it's going to happen if this is the rate we continue at. Um, they will be one of the very few people who will be protected. They won't be living in poverty. They won't be working slave labor. Uh, they will be protected and they want to keep doing business in China because it's affordable for them and it boosts their profit margins. And so, um, they have no problem selling out the American people. Uh, I don't think it makes a, a I don't think it makes for a better country. I don't think our country mm-hmm. is going to is going to do any better because of all of this, but their pockets will. And that's all they really mm-hmm. care about. And and you know, Apple, Tim Cook, he is another one who is bowing down to them this week. Uh he loves doing business in China and he knows that the chips, the rare earth minerals that he uses for his phones are made in China, so he has to keep this up. And so I don't know. I, I just I don't want to sound like a, you know, a Debbie Downer here, but um if we keep at this trajectory, it's never going to go any, get any better. Makes a ton of sense. Brianna, thank you so much for always breaking things down that like, you know, to be able to look at it through your lens, understand this is what it looks like. This is what's happening behind the scenes. It's incredible. It's been very educational for David and I. I know the Flyover family as well. So thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. David, Stacey, always a pleasure. So family, go to briannamorello.com, follow her on Twitter, and then also check her out on Rumble, the Brianna Morello Show. We'll see you next time.
here, Mom. Well, Wesley and I got all in the Christmas spirit after decorating, and we decided to make a naughty and nice list. And Ooh. I have to say, Avery, you're doing quite well. Really? So we're trying to decide who all we're gonna buy MyPillow stuff for Christmas. You know, if you use promo code FLYOVER, you get up to 66% off when you go to MyPillow.com. That's a great deal. Can't beat it. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Promo code FLYOVER. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98. Or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to MyPillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six-piece towels for only $29.98 or get your very own MyPillow bedsheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.